This gospel message is brought to you by the redeemed Christian Church of God, Fountain of Love, Aberdeen, UK. Open your heart to receive this life-changing Word of God. our voices and just bless this great God, mighty in power. Give him honor, give him praise. He's worthy to be praised and adored. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, our King and our Rock. We magnify you, Lord. Hallelujah to his holy name. The Lord God of Israel, the unchanging one, everlasting father you deserve the glory you deserve the honor awesome in power mighty mighty god to you our god be all the honor and glory we worship you lord we give you worship lord we give you praise. You are more than enough for us, our God. Oh, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit of God. Holy Spirit divine, call me your power. Show yourself strong right now. Show yourself mighty right now. Holy Spirit of the living God. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit divine. Show yourself mighty, show yourself strong. Show yourself strong. Oh, against every opposition, show yourself strong right now. 
Come, Holy Spirit, divine of God. Zebra de Barakataya de Shendele Bobo Senderiadaba. Oh, let the glory fall. Let the glory fall in the name of Jesus. Sehaboya Lanto Purubu. Seserikata Haglaga Mashandele de Bobo. Fill our cups, O God. Fill us unto all overflowing Holy Spirit divine. You are mighty. You are awesome. Spirit of life flow forth right now. Touch someone, heal someone, deliver someone. Raise someone to the next level by your power. Oh, Holy Spirit divine, arise. Arise. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey. Break that opposition that is rising. Let that wave be broken and be turned back in the name of the Lord Jesus. Break his Lord. Break that surging wave and send it back in the name of Jesus. That wave of opposition. But let your own mighty cloud fall upon us in the name of the Lord. Mendre parika taya laba maso toya kahaka shenderiadabo hesi peha hoya naprataya kadea. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey, hey. Haha pa shendere poso to korea de kerea dababa. Yes, Lord, burst forth in power, burst forth in glory. Thank you, Jehovah. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. You lift up your voice and pray that your life will experience nothing but peace. Every turmoil every trouble right now let all such turbulent water be still let every storm disperse right now in the name of the Lord Jesus he has promised that peace he has given us not as the world gives wheresoever your heart is troubled I command your heart to be troubled no more. Yes. 
want you to just pray this as a confession or prayer with me and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I stand on your word and I receive the fullness of peace that you have promised me. Peace in my body, peace in my finance, peace in my family, the life of my children, the life of my spouse. Peace right now. Peace, peace in the name of the Lord. Declare that peace with all confidence. Please, I want you to pray that prayer. The Lord does not send words to us. Showed me something and that's why we need to push back right now. He said it's our year of great peace for a reason, for a purpose, because he knows that the enemy may want to rise up against you, but he says that the Spirit of the Lord will raise a standard against the enemy when it comes like a flood. Every surging flood in your direction, every storm that is gathering, I command them to disperse right now. I speak unto someone, there shall be no abortion, there shall be no abortion of that project. There shall be no abortion of that ministry. There shall be no abortion of that child. I take a stand in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I say you will bring to full term. You will bring forth. You will bring forth. Take a stand right now. 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 Wheresoever everything is rumbling and rattling. I command that they experience peace now. Thank you, eternal Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. In Jesus' awesome name, we are praying. I stand in the name of the Prince of Peace and the King of Salem himself. And I decree over every life in here Receive the peace of God in the name of the Lord Jesus. Whatsoever is troubled in your life, let them come down now. Whatsoever is rumbling and rattling, I command peace in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I speak unto you, you will bring to full term. You will not abort that project. You will not abort that child. In the name of the Lord Jesus, your breakthrough that is so close, you will step into it in the name of the Lord. And the King of heaven and earth shall be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. Somebody shout hallelujah. God bless you, folks. Well done. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord and please take your seat. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. So please put this slide on the screen. Uh, we still pray more today. We spend a lot of time praying. Hopefully I can just get through this quickly. Uh, put it in slide form so that uh, for some good measure we can run through the slides and you can go back and study them if you want to. Hallelujah. Our theme for the month is that for the earnest expectation of the creature waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. And I pray that you will manifest this month in the name of Jesus. Our Bible text is taken from Psalm 4, verses 1 to 4, and I read, it says, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me. 
and hear my prayer. How long, O oh you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? But now that the Lord has set apart for himself him who is godly, the Lord will hear when I call him. Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed. Verse 4, be angry and do not sin. Be angry at your state, but don't let it go to sin. Be angry at the fact that they are tampering either in the celestial or in the terrestrial level with the glory that the Lord Jesus Christ has planned and proposed and even given unto you. Be angry about it, but don't let it go into sin. Somebody getting something right now. So when we begin to pray, please be angry. Amen. But don't sin. Meditate in your heart, uh, within your heart, on your bed. All right? Very quickly, we talk about glory revealed. Amen? This month of um, glorious manifestation, God will help you that the glory of God will be revealed. What is glory defined? Glory is great honor, praise, or distinction accorded by common consent. You don't define glory by yourself. It's people that will see it on you. Nobody says, you know, I'm swimming in glory. We will know how people react to you. We will know how you, how you are, you know, celebrated. It's a height of achievement, enjoyment, or prosperity. And he then went on, this is our dictionary definition, majestic beauty and splendor and resplendence. Amen. Then eventually, for good measure, he says, the splendor and bliss of heaven. Of course, the full glory of God can be described by no human being. Let's go on quickly. Number one, true, three of them only I have for you. Number one, the real you is defined by the glory you carry. Hallelujah. The real you is what? Defined by the glory you carry. You are the sum total of the glory you carry. Now, in the realm of the spirit, a person is described or a person's worth is measured not in Pansthani, not in USD, not in Naira. They are measured in the units of glory. And so when Jesus Christ, our Lord, was about to go to the cross, <laughs> in fact, in John chapter 1, verse 14, the man introduced him by his glory. John chapter 1, verse 14, what does he say? Oh, you can just use one of them for, uh, for verses. For but anyway, in paraphrase, he says in John chapter 1, verse 14, he says that we behold his glory, the glory as that of the only begotten son. Hallelujah. He says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He said we define him by his glory. That there was something about him that made him stood out, that made him to just stand as if he's not ordinary. We saw in him, even before he started speaking, that this man was not ordinary. He was defined by his glory. I pray that the glory of the Lord will define you and I to a greater extent. I don't know what the man saw in our brother Michael when he, the, the woman or whoever was asking him for prayer or he volunteered to pray. And God who answers prayer answered. There's something about us. That we soon manifest in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, glory is such a measurable thing that Jesus Christ, when he was living, there was two things. I was doing a personal study. Uh, there are only two things Jesus Christ left for us when he was living. When a man is going to die, he will write his will, isn't it? And when he writes his will, some of them, they read their will before they die. And, and, and I think if, if you are in good wealth, as you will be, amen, <laughs> And we will suggest unto you, you read your will to your children before you go. Yeah, it might look strange. Um, just, just read. 
maybe one or two of you will say, were you um, that street in New York, that is yours. <laughs> I say, you daughter, well, is the one in, where do we take now? The one in Geneva. <laughs> That's the one I wanted to, hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. So Jesus, when he was dying, he gave us two things of his, of his will. And he, gave, he said in John chapter 17, verse 22, am I correct? He said, the glory which I have with the Father, I have what Father I have given unto them. So he said, when I came unto the earth, I carried some glory. And that glory was what I was working with. That was what was healing. That was what has attracted finance because I never lacked anything. That was what was attracting people unto me. That was why I had disciples and so many, despite the opposition. That glory attracted so many things unto me. Now, I don't need it when I go to heaven. He said, Father, I have given the glory unto them. Hallelujah. How sweet. And do you know, immediately he gave the glory unto them. That was the only reason Jesus could be captured and killed. They will not have been. Because by chapter 18 of John, go back and study it. They were able to capture him because by chapter 17, he has given out the glory. He's given out the glory. And the man Moses at the time did not know what glory meant. He was trying to take the glory. He said, God, show me your glory. God said, if I show you my glory. My glory is so big that you cannot step into it. And some other day we have a greater discussion about that. So, our anchor verse for that, 1 Corinthians 15, 41, said, there is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for one, differ, one star differs from another star in glory. Do you know the difference between you and your neighbor? Between you and everybody else is the glory. We, that is it. Uh, you see, we, we, we don't go to the root of matters. I was praying this morning, and the Lord was asking me to pray about foundation. You know, peace about foundation. A person whose foundation is not strong, anything that comes across them, it will shake them. When your foundation is strong, nothing shakes you. The wind always will come and go, but you will remain standing. And where you are standing, your blessing will meet you. The problem is that more often than not, we are falling even before the blessing comes. Oh, Jesus Christ says in Matthew chapter 7, he said the wind will come, the storm will come. It is a must, it will come. The truth of the matter is that it will come and pass. But those whose foundations are solid, they will just still be there. And that's why many, because they've been blown away from their position of allocation, of their location, their allocation will not meet them there. Many people, they've gone away from where God wanted to bless them. But for you, your foundation shall be strong. All right, so let's move on quickly. As I mentioned to you, we're going to pray this um, afternoon. Amen. Number two truth, the gain or loss of glory is a gradual process. Amen. Every miracle claim is preceded by many obstacles scaled. You know the story in Mark chapter 5 verses 21, the woman that taught the M of his garment. You know, the woman has gone through many things, but she made up her mind that this glory of freedom from body, because one aspect of her life was very glorious. Which aspect of her life was very glorious? Her finance. The Bible said that she was a wealthy woman. And she spent all she had on physicians. That, that was a glory. That, but she knew her glory was not complete. If you have incomplete glory, the Lord will make it complete. Amen. Some of you, you have plenty certificate. It was good glory. But the problem is that the certificate is not doing the work it's supposed to do. Not necessarily by taking paid employment. Certificates are not necessarily meant for paid employment. Hallelujah. They are supposed to be teach you things how to prosper in life. But that woman, she knew that glory is stepwise. So finance I have, 
Because, and also I mentioned, is it there that I mentioned it? That I said glory also can compound. And maybe it's not in this one. It's one of the statements. So if you have glory in one area, you are able to, to use that glory to get glory in another area. The woman had glory in money, and she was trying to get glory in health using her money. You remember? It could have worked, but it didn't work. But thank God there was a third glory, which is the spiritual glory. She tapped into that, and she was able. Whichever area of your life that you are not fully achieved yet, the mercy of the Lord will be there to give you achievement. God will show you mercy. We show me mercy. There will be a sudden turn around in our situations in the name of Jesus. All right, glory is in stages. We mentioned there. And uh, the story of the apostles was very interesting, isn't it? You know, they started by Luke chapter 5 when they bowed unto Jesus and said, Oh, you are great, uh, God, and all the rest of that. And they started following it by Luke chapter 10. They went out. He said, Demons were subject unto us. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. 3,000 were born again. Trace the story of Peter. Actually, it was more the story of Peter there. Acts chapter 3, verse 6 to 7. What happened there? Silver and gold I have not, but what I have no Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Do what? Rise up and walk. The man was increasing. Chapter 5, verse 12 to 14. Well, 1 to 11, he killed two people. Right? That's okay. 12 to 14. Then the man was so extreme that nobody could touch him. By the time he got to Acts chapter 9, 36 to 42. Let's read that one very quickly. I think I can spend three minutes on that. One or two lessons there. Hallelujah. Acts chapter, at Joppa there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. Verse 37, quickly please, let's move on, keep going. 37, um, verse, is it frozen? Okay, but it happened in those days that she became sick and died when they had washed her. They laid her in an upper room, verse 38, very clearly. And since Lydia was near Joppa and disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. Please go back to verse 38. There was something very funny that I said. And since Lydia was near Joppa and the disciples had heard that Peter was there, they sent two men to him, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Stop there. What were they asking Peter to come and do? That's the story. No, they did not. They just said, Peter, come. He said, they can't say don't delay. Peter said he's dead. They knew she was dead. They've washed her in verse 37. They've laid her down. They wanted her to raise Peter up. But they didn't tell Peter that you are coming to meet a dead person. No, they did not. Because they just told him, so he said, please, send two men to you. Employ him not to delay in coming to death. Please, is there a need when the person is dead? Whenever you arrive, you arrive. I would like to think so. Anyway, verse 39, and I will tell you something about that. In the day that is required that you manifest, you will not be found wanting. Yeah. Imagine with all their hope in Peter, and Peter starts saying, you know I mean. When I read that one, it, it made me fear, and I said, I will do anything, Lord, that humanly I have to do, so that the day they knock on my door, say, oh, God, we need you. I will deliver. <laughs> ah, It's important. Even in home settings, by the special grace of God, even when children come for requests, do you know sometimes we make unnecessary excuses? Uh, you don't need that one. You know they need it. But the thing is that we can't deliver. In my time, we didn't have that one. Generally and sincerely, children that are well, well brought up, there's no need they can't have. Oh, I don't want to go to controversy here. There's no need they can't have reasonably good phone that they can use well. There's no need. I mean, it's 
Somebody was telling me in the same school, and the girl was doing very well in school. The parents, bought, and I'm not asking, don't put yourself under pressure. The parents bought her the uh, iPhone, the level, I bought the big tablet. Of course, the man was a millionaire. And then your owner will come over and say, but there's a room of water, you know. <laughs> they are knocking on your door, you are not delivering. That's the problem. But from now, that will change. You know, we make honest excuse. And I say spiritually, which is the number one place I'll come. Ah, Lord, don't let me be ashamed the day they ask me. The man turned up. Then Peter arose and went with them. When he had come, they brought him to the upper room. Ah, that's not what you said. You said I should just come. I've now come, brought to the upper room. And all the widows stood by him weeping. They didn't say anything. They were just weeping. See us. Showing the tunings and garments we Dockers had made while she was with them. Verse 40, very quickly, ma, oh, sir. But Peter put them all out. Just go, just go out. Just go out. <laughs> and knelt down and prayed. And let me drop a lesson here for you. I've mentioned that to you before. At least twice a day, kneel down and pray. There's something about it. You know, all the men of old, Jesus Christ in the Garden of Gethsemane, the Bible says, knelt down. Jesus Christ, Peter, Paul, the apostle, when he was at the beach in Ephesus, at the beach in Ephesus, he knelt down. Let the time come when you're under pressure sufficiently, even at the airport, when you're saying bye-bye. Stay in one corner, kneel down and pray. It might be over the top, but I, I, knew, I knew one day here, the Lord asked me to fall on my face. I was standing uh, four or five years ago, and the Lord showed me that that was actually a transition in this church history. Just a post-chatting with God. Maybe another day I'll tell you the full story. About knowing and, and working with God in absolute, how do I put it now? Yeah, humility is the word, but not quite. But, you know, eh? yes. So, and, and, and just know what it requires. Knowing what it requires. Anyway, the man knelt, and let's move quickly. And turn it to the body, he said, Tabitha, arise. And I say this morning in the name of Jesus, according to the level of my faith, anything that is dead in your life, I say, arise in the name of Jesus. And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she did what? She sat up. Amen. Let's move on quickly. Truth number three. Glory by its nature attracts interest to offer blessings. It's a mouthful, but just follow it carefully. Attracts interest to offer blessings to the carrier. Did you get that one? That is when you carry glory, isn't it? You will attract people who will want to bless you. Many people, when I see people keep begging around, I say, if God calls you, you don't need to beg. And I see people that do that at various levels. I mean, I whether in personal life or ministry, write applications, if God calls you, something about you will attract. You attract. And also, to receive blessing from the carrier, also you attract people who want to take from you as well because they know you carry something. Amen. All those Bible verses, please go back home and look at them. It also attracts interest to attack, to tarnish and obliterate the glory of the carrier. Don't ever forget. Even though it will attract positive influence, it will also attract negative influence. Does that make sense to you? And negative, yes, there's no way you can escape that. Because Romans chapter 4, verse 2, which was our test, please don't put it there. We said that, why, oh, you sons of men, do you want to, you know, uh, turn my glory into shame? Numbers 22, 2 to 3, talks about the children of Israel being chased by the king of, um, I think it's the king of Moab, 
who heard about the exploits of God in their lives. All right? Number three, glory by its nature attracts interest in direct proportion to the intensity of glory you carry. It, it attracts. Uh, the kind of interest that is taken in A is different from the one that is taken in B. Simply put, the, the amount of interest that is taken in Daddy G is different from the amount of interest that is taken in me. Because the amount of, because we said this thing are in stepwise proportion. And so the kind of attack the man goes through day in, day out, I'm not getting it. And that's why by the special grace of God, I won't be a general overseer. Say amen. They are all shaking their head. You don't love me. God do me what God wants. <laughs> It varies, amen. Somebody says, big anointing, big devil. Oh, you don't know anything. Some of you want to be in the limelight. In fact, all these big, big people that God has anointed mightily, and we anoint all of us more. Eh, but there's a level in which God won't give you more than you can carry anyway. So that is the truth of the matter. He won't call anybody, but if, if he chooses to lift one to the next level, his grace will be sufficient. So thank you for not saying amen to my prayer. All right, so I've come full circle back to your side now. Hallelujah. So it depends on the intensity of the, sorry, it depends on the proportion of glory you carry. And Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, 4, you know, because Daniel was doing very well. All the other people, they gathered against him. Let's read Daniel chapter 6, verse 3, and for me, we can take one or two lessons there. Hallelujah. Then this Daniel, oh, I like the way they put it, this Daniel. You know, there's something about that, this guy, you know? So much, it's like all those, you know, interjections like, but then, he said, this man, Daniel, distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because an excellent spirit was in him. Hallelujah. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. The king has not set him. The king wanted to set him, what? Above the whole realm. Of course, the king eventually did the verse 4. Please. So, so, everybody say so. so. The governors and satraps sought to find some charge against Daniel concerning the kingdom, but they could find no charge or fault because it was faithful, nor was there any error or fault found in him. You know the rest of the story. It's simply because this man carried so much glory and, uh, and power and anointing, he attracted everybody in the kingdom to come and attack him. But thank God for his mercy. He delivers his own anytime he wants to. Amen. All right. We're about finished now. So how does glory express? And this is also very important. When glory is present and in good proportion, evidences are present to show for it. Amen. Amen. There will be evidence in your life and my life. Amen. You know, one thing is to talk. Another thing is to have evidence. Mm. I think in law, there's something called the law of evidence. Am I correct? Uh-huh. You know, so it's a whole set. I'm sure there will be textbooks and textbooks written about it that, you know, some evidences are acceptable, some are not acceptable. Some that are compromised, and some that are untrustworthy witnesses. And so it's a whole area of study. Also in the kingdom of God, there are laws of evidence. You anybody, look, as the sons of, of Skivas, they will know that they broke the law of evidence that day. They just, anybody can talk anyhow. By the mercy of the Lord, we will not run far of that in Jesus' name. So the person who is carrying glory, all these things will happen to them. Number one, you will be celebrated and not denigrated. 
As I'm going through this one, please be, let your amen be loud and clear. You'll be celebrated and not denigrated. And I'm asking you to please watch out for little evidences. When you are constantly denigrated, when people always pull you down, something is not right somewhere. Just go to God, Lord, instead of being doing firefighting, and Lord, take care of this man. Just say, Lord, what am I carrying? What is on me? Why am I not attractive? Why is it everybody is looking to kill me, to destroy me? Why? What have I done? Change my glory? Let me be attractive and let me be loved? But many other times, we just go, we, either we fight in the flesh or we start play, plucking the, the branches instead of going right onto the root. In 1 Samuel, this man started very well. He ended very badly. So I'm asking you that when it is missing, you find out that generally speaking, you don't get celebrated. Some people, their spouses never celebrate them. Their children never celebrate them. Brothers and sisters, fight, fight, fight. I know some brothers like that, unfortunately. They keep coming back to me. Somebody's fighting me. Somebody's fighting me. If I know what I know, five years ago, I would have told them, bro, let's not talk about solving this matter. This is not concerning matter. This is prayer matter. Because truly and indeed, there must be people. When Daniel was for the king was for him. When Jesus was fought against the whole nation, except for the leaders were for him, there must be somebody for you. If nobody's for you, and some of us, every time we go, I, I, can, I can spend a lot of, but that will change today. In the name of Jesus. So when you find that you are not being celebrated, please work hard. Study hard. And uh, if you do those, you will break through. In the name of Jesus. Number two, way that you know a person is carrying glory. You will be favored and not rejected. You will be favored and not rejected. And I don't think I'm over-spiritualizing or over-extending it by simply telling you sincerely from the bottom of my heart that many times when it is too persistent, we are sorry you know, they say we are sorry, or what do they say? Those rejection letters or whatever. Eh? Unfortunately, eh, we regret. Unfortunately, on this occasion. Mm, and they've been on this occasion for the past so many years. The occasion never occasioned and finished. By the mercy of the Lord, that will change, you know. You know, in family circle, and you know, it might be spousal situation, you don't want to step into it. But the Lord has sent me to you today that by His mercy, we put a cloak of glory upon you. So please pay strong attention to patterns of disfavor. And you must seek to please the Lord because that is the best antidote to lack of favor. Proverbs 16, verse 17 says, When a man's way pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be what? To be at peace with him. That gives us the connection between glory and peace again. A man's way pleases the Lord. Number three, honored. When you are carried glory, you'll be honored and not scorned. You'll be honored and not scorned. And I checked through those things. They are not, they are different. Uh, favor and disfavor, I mentioned, is different from celebrated and denigrated. I've well, not got time to put this person, but please take note of them. You'll be honored. The person will shine and he or she will be highly regarded. 
The Bible spoke of Joshua in Joshua chapter 4, verse 14. I love that verse of scripture I mentioned. He said, on that day, God magnified Joshua in the sight of Israel. Even as God has lifted up Moses. You know, sometimes that boy that was an errand boy, go and carry that uh, Joshua. Go and do that Joshua. And some of the old men that knew him all along, suddenly they started bowing to him. Something changed in his life. On that day, God just used him to do a mighty miracle. I said that day he was magnified before them. God of heaven and I will cause to be magnified. Uh, You you won't be ordinary anymore. So, and I put there, I said, learn to accept honor. It may just be the glory on you that is attracting it. Now, some of us, we got very funny attitude. You know, when people are honoring you and and it's been a struggle. God has to teach me that. That nobody is duty-bound to honor you. It's only God that has put it in their heart to honor you. Don't be big-headed. If people deal with you respectfully, that's not only by genuflexing, that's not necessarily be, but the way they talk to you, the way they hold you, the expectation they have of you, you better take it as God that has put something upon you and deal with it wisely. Never, you know, sometimes they say you should not have done that. You should have. You know, sometimes they give you, you know, it might just, might just be some good words or whatever. Oh, you don't need to say that. You know, I know they don't mean it. You know what I'm talking about. But the truth of the matter is that when you are being honored, give thanks unto God. And say, Lord, please let this increase. Maybe something is settling on my life that I don't know. Maybe I'm getting bigger than I thought. You got to work on Monday, you know, your VP calls you in and started having close chats with you and started telling you things. You know, when you leave that place, don't say, ah. Maybe the man's looking for something. He might not be looking for anything. He might have seen a glory, and God is warning you, take note. You are, you are not what you used to be. And so that is very, very important for us to take note of. God number four, hallelujah. And also that honor also can be from bottom up. Hmm? It can also be top down or bottom up. Okay, above board, uh, a person that is carrying glory will be above board and will not act common or be dominated. Amen. And that is very important because Romans chapter 6 by 14 says that sin shall not have dominion over you. So when you carry glory, something about you will make you to resent what is not good. You know, the enemy will try, but somehow along the line, you just find that this is not where I belong. You know, the, the fight might be tough, but somehow you will fight the fight. Somehow God will give you the grace to get above it. You know, because the only way the devil can catch a person is to use sin to stain their glory. And he, he's been doing that since the Garden of Eden. And he was never going to stop until he's cut into the pit of fire, into the bottomless pit, and eventually taken from there and cast into the lake of fire. Amen. All right. So I think that's me done there. Hallelujah. So what is the path to glory? Very quickly, by assimilation. I won't spend time on that one. First Corinthians, if any man be in Christ. So if you are not in Christ today, get in Christ. Uh, because he's the king of glory. So you must be in Christ. By application. He said, I labor more than them all. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10. So as we apply yourself, we're not just talking about something in the sky there. Glory also comes to your application. Amen. A person that works hard, the, the, the degree of glory commensurate with the area of your vocation will come upon you. Uh, you can't, we can't be praying prayer of glory here without applying yourself. You need to apply yourself. Number three, by association. And that's very, you know... Uh, Another day, I will come back and talk a little more about that. Amen. Elijah and Elisha by association. Please. <laughs> Some people, they, they, they lose what they have too quickly. And when they see the little glory, they think it can. They don't, Some people don't know they are being blessed because of whom they are associated with. 
until they step out that they discover that actually this one is not directly for me. I'm only tapping from what is around me. Glory can be reflected. It's like light. So if, I, if somebody's carrying light here, another person, that light will shine on, isn't it? And that person can say, ah, I'm very bright. I carry light. They start walking, they start walking away. It's when you then leave, you say, ah, why is it that? Oh, you, never, you are not carrying the light. It's because of association. So choose whom you associate with. Don't despise people. Association and the, the issue of glory with association does not depend on the diction, does not depend on the grammar they can speak, that doesn't about education. Great men that carry glory, they didn't have much education. Uh, so recognize that and don't walk away. Moses and Joshua, remember, of course, our Lord and the apostles. The more, and that culminated in Acts chapter 4, verse 13. Acts chapter 4, verse 13. He said, and, they, and when they saw the boldness of the apostles, what did they say? They took knowledge that what? That they had been with Jesus. The glory was reflecting on them. And when they saw, that's okay. Um, we moved on. All right. In prayer now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as I said, that we will pray and by the grace of God within the allocated time I have shared with you. We will step into glory because that is the only way the world will know that we are his disciples indeed. Amen. Um, there's a work aspect of it, but the bulk of it is by grace. The first prayer we will pray, we will pray the first two prayers and then we will get up on our feet and pray. Father, reveal yourself to me and let me be numbered amongst the close friends of God. God is the ultimate partner that you have in terms of glory. You understand that one? No matter human beings, no matter how anointed, every human being to a degree, we are a little bit faulted. Amen? But the grace of God covers all our faults, isn't it? But the truth of the matter is that God, if you are close to God, there is a radiated glory that can permanently shine upon you. And so, may you be numbered amongst close friends of God. Mm, when we say, I'm a friend of God, yes, we are. But there are friends and there are friends. Mm. Friends like Abraham, in which he said, God will not do anything until he has showed it to his friend Abraham. And you start to know you are a friend of God by secret, he will show you. You know? Um, things that are about to happen. Some air crashes were about to happen in some countries, especially in Nigeria. God showed it to some people. And um, clearly, clearly, line by line, God has shown me some things that could have happened that it didn't happen. As that Jew will say, call me a false prophet. When I say something will happen, it didn't happen because I prayed against it. But God does show us things, believe you me. Show us. Some of the prayers we pray sometimes, that's why we come to church. Please pray them. I may not be able to tell you all the revelation because we check them. Uh, God asked us to pray the first prayer we pray today. Believe you me. Uh, it takes God, you know, start spending some time with me to let you know where. And I've, pro- I've begged him, don't let disaster ever overtake me suddenly. It's one of the greatest prayers you can pray. Anything that is coming, show me. Show me. Let's dialogue, daddy. If you say, well, son, it will have to happen, but I will take you through it. I say, okay, you are God. If you say, pray, so that it does not happen, Lord, give me help to pray. So, that's very important. And number two prayer, we say, Father, teach me to discern the signs of the time. Yeah, the signs of the time for yourself. Uh, everything is mapped out. There's time for everything. Uh, if you're supposed to be in Kafancham, and you decide to now choose to be in, where is that? In, in, in Belize, Tbilisi. In, uh, you know where Tbilisi is? 
Huh? Georgia. Ah, wow. Yeah, it's in Georgia. Yeah. And you choose to be in Tbilisi, um, it might not work. Uh, there's a time for everything. Also, God needs to show you the signs of the time for your family. Mm, sometimes, might be spouse or children or parents, they need to go through a particular time. And you don't need to kill yourself about that. Just, just God, God, God will show you and say, look, it's a time. They will go through it. And then you can stand by them and not just fight them and pull them and kick them. And God has shown you. He said it's a time. So, and it takes a lot of discernment. Also for the world as a whole, amen. But remember, it will start in that wise, life, family, and world. Okay, I think that is all. All the others are easy to understand. You agree with me? Get on your feet. Let us pray, please. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody in here for glory. Say glory. We shall be marked out for glory. We shall be marked out for glory. Want us to pray it's confessional prayer. Take about five, seven minutes to pray this one. And then after that, I would hopefully, I think there's another uh, declaration we will make. And then I will pray and we sit down. Say after me, say, Father, reveal yourself to me and let me be numbered among the close friends of yours. In the name of Jesus, lift your voices and pray. Please, when we pray, ask us to pray. Please pray it, oh, pray it, oh, pray it, believe it. Don't just wish that we move to the next one. They are loaded. I believe their Holy Spirit inspired prayers. And as you call on the Lord, and as I pray for myself, that Lord, when the close, good friend of God is mentioned, by your mercy, let me be amongst them. Because in this and in this alone, your glory will shine forth in and through me. When the close friends of God are mentioned, oh God, let me be amongst them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray against anything that may hinder you being like that. Just ask the Lord to help you that there shall be no hindrance in your life that will not make you come close to God. That there will be no barrier between you and God. If there is, ask the Father to pull the barriers down now. It might be habit, it might be sin, it might just be some particular character trait that is separating you. Deal with that today. That's why I said you should pray that prayer. It's by vital. Glory won't come until God has delivered you from what is constantly tripping you up. As you pray that today, I believe the Lord will be your help and you will be a close friend of God. Begin to bring your prayer to a close. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. Say, Father, teach me to discern the signs of the time in my life, in my family, and in the world. In the name of Jesus. In our usual, let us just lift up our voices and pray. Everyone, speak for your own self. Make your own case before the Father. That you will know what the signs of the times are. The God of heaven and earth, we open your eyes. Your eyes of understanding, my eyes of understanding shall be enlightened that I may know the hope of his calling. And the length and breadth and depth of all that he has done for me. That I may walk in the fullness of the call of God. 
help me to discern, help me to discern, so that fear and anxiety and even over exuberance will not feature in my life because I know what is going on. This is a sign of a person that is close to the source of glory. This is the sign of a person that is close to the, to the heavenly source and is able to know deep into the spiritual things. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. With a loud voice, I say, God of increase and multiplication. Give us increase in all our labor. God of increase and multiplication. Please give us increase in all our labors. And after that, say, I command every seed that I've sown, every good seed that I've sown, in service in the kingdom, in sowing into people's life and the kingdom, let them yield full harvest in the name of Jesus. Lift your voices and begin to pray right now. That is if you have sown, if you have sown. The God of heaven and earth will cause your seed to bring forth. Let my seed bring forth, Lord. Let my seed bring forth. Every labor, oh God, in evangelism, every labor in prayer, every labor in giving, oh God. You have promised that you are God of increase. Let there be increase, oh God. And if you have not been laboring, ask the Lord to help you to learn to sow. It's only those that have sown that can pray this prayer. If you have used all your money on yourself, you use all your time on yourself, ain't going to bring anything. You sow zero, you reap zero. Cry unto the Lord. Let there be a full harvest, oh God. You may have sown in relationship. You may have sown in your children. You may have sown in your spouse. You may have sown in your parents. You may have sown in your siblings. Pray for a full return. Begin to bring your prayer to a close. In Jesus' marvelous name we are praying. You will shout this one and say, Father, please don't let me ever struggle financially ever again in the name of Jesus. It's a very important prayer. Lift up your voices and pray that one. And if you don't really want to pray about that, just pray for me that that man preaching, don't let him ever struggle financially. I need a lot of money to do the work of the ministry. I need a lot of projects that I want to see done. Oh, Lord, don't let me ever, ever. Israel got to a point that they didn't have to struggle financially. If you're in debt, begin to pray that God will wipe away your debt. Might be your secured debt in forms of mortgage. Might be your unsecured debt. That God will clear your debt. And you will learn wisdom that you will not go into debt again. Don't let me ever struggle financially again. More than enough is my story. More than enough is my story. Oh, Sakaria Teshelebo Senderiabo. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' marvelous name, we are praying. And please don't be sanctimonious as you say amen to this one. In the name that's above all names, you will never struggle financially again. I don't know where you got your struggle from, but Jesus did not struggle financially. All that he needed, he had delivered to him. 
He didn't have to have savings because he knew that constant flow will come to him. You and I, we will need to have savings because unfortunately, we don't have his level of anointing. The Bible says unto him was given the spirit without measure. The anointing is limited. So it might be wise for you to put something away. For Jesus, didn't have to put that. His task was due. <laughs> if your own task is due, please, I beg. Unless, if you don't have savings, unless you can go and fish and get money from out of fish. You, that's anointing. You agree with me? I mean, that's anointing. You could have said, go and catch fish and sell. You remember? Uh-uh. He said, don't sell. Go. Uh, Lord, take us there. So I don't know where you got your own struggle from. And I don't know where which people you have been listening to who have been deceiving you. But I'm not settling for that anymore. I'm not settling for that anymore. All right, let's take one more. I say, Father. Uh-huh. Please, I now know where your heart is, the way you pray this one. Amen. <laughs> I really will know where your heart is. I say, Father, Father. let the testimonies in this church be the blind see and the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, even the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Let that be testimony in this church in the name of Jesus. They are there for you on the screen. Pray that passionately. I don't know. You might not even come in any of those categories. You might not even need in any of that. But there are people outside there. There are people inside here who we need to walk in that. Let the testimonies in this church link your hand to somebody close to you. Let's pray this one. Grab somebody's hand next close to you. Come on, link your hand together in this room. Please, I beg you, pray that passionately. Let the testimony in this place, oh Lord. Like a body, like one body, cry unto the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers or the sinful man is cleansed of his sin. The deaf here, <laughs> the dead are raised. Physically dead are raised. Financially dead are raised. Emotionally dead are raised. That is what we want as a church. On this Sunday morning, the 16th day of the second month of the year of our Lord, 2020, we stand together in the Holy Ghost. We cry, oh God, not just pastor's prayer, not just deacons and deaconesses prayer, not just assistant pastor's prayer, is the prayer of the house, oh Father, the prayer of your people. Let our testimony be the blind see the lame where the lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear and the dead are raised and the poor they have the gospel preached unto them. Let that be our story, oh God. We ask for nothing less. We ask for nothing short of that. That is what you want. And that is what we will deliver to you by your power. Bring your prayer to the close. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Give that person you're holding the hand a warm handshake and say, it is done in the name of Jesus. Congratulations, it is done. Hallelujah. Finally, you shout, I declare in the name of Jesus that I am born of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of greatness is in me. 
and I shall by no means live a lackluster life. I shall not live a mediocre life. I shall not live a useless life. <laughs> Be explicit to the glory that Jesus gave to me shall not be lost, neither shall it be tarnished. Sin shall not rob me of my glory. Sin shall not rob me of my glory. Satan shall not prevail in robbing me of the glory that the Father has given me. Men shall not be able to turn my glory into shame in the name of Jesus. Demons shall not be able to turn my glory into shame in the name of Jesus, all scoffers and scorners shall be fully rewarded <laughs> for their work. But I shall be lifted and elevated to higher levels, higher levels of glory. In the name of Jesus, I shall arise and shine for my light has come and the glory of the Lord is all over me. In the name of Jesus, I, Chris Bailey, I shall arise and I shall shine. For my light has come and the glory of the Lord, the Lord God Jehovah, His glory is all over me. In the name of Jesus, are you saying? Come on, give Him praise. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, you have heard the heart cry of your people. It's a heart cry. We know you have heard us. Speedily, may we manifest glory. May our careers and businesses manifest glory. May our health manifest glory. May our personal circumstances not covered by finance or health manifest glory. May our family manifest glory. But you know, Daddy, above all, our spiritual life, may it shine for you more than ever before in the name of the Lord Jesus. Perform it that day. And let your children come back and testify. To you be the honor and glory. Jesus, marvelous name, we pray. For more information on what you've heard, please visit our website at www.fountainoflove.org.uk. You'll also find other media presentations available to you. Stay blessed in Christ Jesus. Amen.